What's up, guys? You're listening to the Blonde Summit Podcast. We're back. You're here with Rosie and Vicky. Hey, hey, hey. This is slightly torturing because we were recording for 12 minutes and we realized that it wasn't recording on the correct <laughs> microphone. So we're going to do this again. Have you actually pressed the button, Rosie? It's working. Our voices are looking extremely loud and Lovely. there's so many blue voice lines um, just jumping up and down like crazy. Okay, guys, coming up today, we have a big catch-up episode because me and Vicky haven't seen each other in like two, three weeks. Coming up today, we have Sex in the City. There's some storylines being leaked online. What's happening with Carrie and Big? Is there a funeral going on? Whose funeral could that be? Ben and Jen are house hunting. More free Britney updates. More Harry and Meghan news. Prince Harry is going to come out with a book and memoir. Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney and Matt Damon has an F-word controversy. Oh, can't wait for all of this, but so season it. Yeah, some more dramatic than others, but uh, yeah. I'm interested to know. Lo- love a good rumor, love a good leaked storyline on the web. Spill the gossip. Spill the tea. Spill the tea. Yeah, that's what they say nowadays. Yeah, literally, you don't know much YouTube, do you? No. Literally, so there's, they're called drama channels on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And basically, so obviously in, in recent years, YouTubers have become like influencers and mm-hmm. kind of mini famous, like kind of D-list online celebrities. So now there's drama channels that just do like YouTuber gossip and news. Mm-hmm. So when there's scandals on the, you know, on YouTube, then it'll pop up on the drama channels. But all the, like the drama channels I'll listen to, they're called like Spill Sesh and Tea Spill and Here for the Tea. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All tea related. Yeah, nice. What would we call ours if we did a little YouTube drama channel? It has to be something tea related. Blonde mm. tea? Would you like to contribute to this episode? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. I want to come up with something good. I don't want to be chatting rubbish. <laughs> She's looking at me and I'm staring at the wall, literally. Um, Blonde Summit tea? No. (laughs) Ooh, tea summit. Oh, that's kind of good. Blonde tea. (gasps) Instead of blondie, it's like blonde tea. Blonde tea. Blonde tea. Blonde tea. Ooh, blonde tea. Okay. Blonde tea. Are you doing me or is that just a random accent? Just a random one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. We did um in our first in our first day. <laughs> Sorry. Cool, cool. <laughs> we're gonna have to do, we're gonna have to do a third take. Um in our first take of this episode, we said that maybe we will do a little ASMR YouTube or OnlyFans channel. What was uh what was the name we said? Um, oh, <laughs> it was um, Blonde Whispers. Blonde Whispers. Was that what we said? Yes, I can't wait for this. I reckon it's going to be a great success. Remember, you have to make your whispers kind of loud. I am whispering kinda loud. loud. And we'll do this, and hopefully um, we'll make money from doing it. Uh, if I make money, I'll whisper all day long. All day. I'll like, preserve my voice all week oh. so I can get real good whisper videos out and I don't have to work my current job. Do people get turned on by this? Some weirdos do, yeah. <laughs> but why do people like this? Because 
whispers, I guess. Vicky, mm-hmm. you've been in Italy. I have, I have. Tell me again. <laughs> <laughs> have you missed me? That's what I want to know. I have. Obviously, I have. I miss recording every week. I mean, it was nice just to get like that little break. There mm-hmm. wasn't like pressure of like trying to get an episode out on time. But I did miss recording because I love like sometimes, you know, we're tired when we record because we do it like straight after work or we're trying to fit it in when we're quite busy during the week. But I love just at the end, like it's all finished and we put it out and I love listening back. It's so fun. <laughs> I've got a question for you. Okay. Did you prefer recording with me or Darren? Mm, I think I preferred you because Darren's, um, like, he just doesn't care too much for the celebrity gossip. Mm-hmm. But I did like showing, because I did, because obviously originally we said we started the podcast because mm-hmm. I was talking to you and I was saying, Darren doesn't want to do a podcast with me. And mm-hmm. you were just like, I'll do one with you. Literally in a day, we just came up with the name, came mm-hmm. up with what, would, what we would talk about, and that's how it took off. I would like to do something with Darren in the future, so I kind of liked, it was kind of cool to see, there's a few moments in the podcast where you see me and Darren's like humor and how like we are behind the scenes mm-hmm. actually kind of come through in that episode. So I like kind of, you know, some of my close friends and family listen to this, and they might not know kind of what me and Darren are like, just when we're at home hanging out, laughing with each other, so I liked that was fun recording it, but oh. I missed my co-host. Thank you. I miss you too. I know. I need a blonde for Blonde Summit. I oh, know. But Darren did good. He was a good little stand-in for well a while. Done. Thank you, Darren. Thank I you, Darren. It. Thank you, Darren. He's still on um he's still on probation, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if he's invited back. And maybe mm-hmm. a few episodes from now, Mr. Big might come on the podcast. Dun, dun, dun. But you'll have to tune in and wait to see. I know. Let's see if that happens or not. So um, you went to Italy. Did Mr. Big go to Italy with you? Did you go? No, it was a girl's holiday, this. I went with my friend Emily and she's half Italian. And um, she actually used to live in Bari and that's where we went, which is south of Italy. Um, So we went and saw all her friends and family. We went to the beach every day. And guess what? For the fourth time, I know how to cook al dente pasta. Okay, I do want to add in, what does al dente mean? Al dente means quite a little bit hard. Actually, I don't know what al dente means. <laughs> One second. Do not listen to a show called Blonde Summit and expect accurate information. <laughs> I've got it. Mm-hmm. So, it's to be still firm when bitten. Okay. Yeah. So not mush. I do have, um, <laughs> me and Darren had a roommate a few years ago and he would take like 40 minutes to cook pasta. He would just cook, I think, mince and pasta every night. And he would eat, like he would boil the water beforehand. Mm. Well, I think actually he, did, he didn't boil the water at first for a while. And he had a big, massive, like pot full of cold water. It would take forever to heat up. Um, and Darren told him like, oh, you should just boil the kettle and then put like the water in, like most people know. And um, then one day, because he was taking ages, Darren was like, oh, is it not done yet? And um, Darren was like, oh, it should only take like 10 minutes. And then mm. the guy was like, no way, no way, it does not take that long. And he read the packet of pasta and he was like, 
eight to 10 minutes. And then he tried it and then he was like, no, still not done yet. So he must like his pasta El Mush because (laughs) (laughs) El Mush. He'd be cooking it for like nearly a full on hour at some times. Honestly, it just kind of like opened my eyes like eating pasta like that because the first time we went to Italy, I tried the pasta and I loved it. Don't get me wrong. But I did say to my friend, I was like, it's a little bit tough for me. And then this time around, I tried it again. Obviously, I'm going to go to Italy and eat pasta and pizza. But this time around, I felt so much better for eating al dente pasta because the portion was a lot smaller and I just did not feel bloated. And I felt quite good for eating pasta. Yeah. So I've come back and all I've been doing is cooking al dente <gasps> pasta. You can cook Mr. Big Pasta. Oh, I've done him already some dishes and he's loved it. Yummers. But that's quite good then. So Italians have kind of nailed it. You can eat pasta every day and still be skinny. Sexy. Sexy bod. Beach bod. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was, it was really good. It was really good fun. So I can't wait to go again. Everybody has to go to Italy. I highly I recommend. I know, I know. Me and Darren, we might go to Italy in the next year or so, but we're just waiting to see what happens. Mm. Right before you left, I had a very few stressful weeks just trying to get podcasts out on time. I was cat sitting a very cute cat, but I don't drive yet. So it was a bit far away for me. So yeah, it was just kind of a little added stress during that week anyway but then literally the night before I was going to be reunited with you Vicky my co-host we were going to meet in work I was really excited because I was in on the Friday Mm. and I happened to have the weekend off anyway so I was excited like yes last shift I'll see Vicky it's going to be so much fun and then I think one minute before midnight, a little notification popped up on my phone and it was the NHS test and trace app saying that I came into contact with someone who tested positive for COVID and that I needed to isolate. Who was the little fucker? It doesn't show. (laughs) Because I really want to know. But then I think like, why don't they let you see like where you got it from or what day or what time? And I think it's probably just in case... probably so you don't like start blaming people like Mm. if a lot of cases are coming from one place or maybe you have like a relative or someone close to you who got really badly sick or even passed away you don't like blame a store or a business or anything well we really missed you at work anyways well that's because you um we're short staffed so you just needed anybody (laughs) i literally i don't think i've ever worked so hard in my life that week i was like my god i know i felt so bad and we had another co-worker and i was meant to have a few shifts with her and i wanted to i tried to buy her a starbucks yesterday when i was back in work but she wouldn't let me buy it for her what about my starbucks um you get jokes. You get okay, jokes. Okay. <laughs> I should better not laugh from you. Yeah. I'll be watching. <laughs> I have to save all my jokes for Vicky. <laughs> she get, she listens to it the first time. Hmm. So that's us then this week. That is us this week. I think we have lots of celebrities to catch up on, I think. Mm-hmm. So there's um, a few kind of storylines. Well, not storylines. There's a few additions more chapters to the saga and a few of our celebrities so we're gonna start off with that and then we have a few new little ones added today as well let's start i'm all for it sex and the city they are shooting and just like that the i think it's a 10 episode limited Mm. series that's going to be on hbo max so there's rumors Mm -hmm. actually i don't even think they're rumors i think it was a leaked script online where they think 
Carrie's storyline is going to be that she's possibly going through a divorce no with Mr. Big. Oh, I should say spoilers for anybody who like wants to look at the show. Oh, God. Um, so that's a possible storyline. What do you think? Do you think that's going to work? I guess it is. Mm, I don't know. Is it just going to be a thing where like maybe they're divorced or they're going through it and then by the end they're back together? Because I, just I don't want like them to get divorced. They always just end up back together though. Oh, they better not get divorced. I'll I'll be actually quite upset. Yeah. Because they've been like wanting to be together forever. I know. They're such like a good New York power couple. Yeah, definitely. There was more leaked photos where it showed the girls attending a funeral. And there is a lot of speculation where Samantha. people are saying is it's it? Samantha's funeral. Oh my God. Well, see, everyone is saying that. But I have a theory that it's just some other non-important character mm-hmm. and it's maybe their funeral but i'm gonna guess that maybe the maybe the show leaked the photos for publicity and maybe in the trailer you'll see glimpses of like oh my god is there a funeral and they're going to kind of make it look like it's samantha's just mm-hmm. to get like that publicity but it's just going to be someone else's that's my theory but what are they going to say about samantha I don't know. I think... You've got to say something. I think they kind of mentioned beforehand that, you know, it's quite normal. You could be friends with someone for years and years. And then just, you know, as you get older, you drift apart. Because in the in the first movie, Samantha lived far away. She lived with Smith. Oh, really? Yeah, Smith's Jared. Like, she lived... I Yeah, I think she moved to California. And then her friends oh, were yeah, in New York. It. Yeah, Um yeah, so, I don't she know. She was still in there. Yeah, oh yeah, she was still in the movie and she still kept in contact with friends. But I think, I mean, it was definitely, she didn't see her friends as often, obviously. What do you think they're going to do? I don't know. They have to, I don't know. I feel like like they should say something about her. I think they'll like drop her name, be like, oh, remember Samantha said this or we should do this or. Or I reckon they might cut her out completely and just like she never existed. I don't think so because like they could kill her off, but I think the best thing to do is just kind of keep the character just kind of away for this Mm -hmm. kind of little reunion because you never know in like five to 10 years when, you know, it's sex in the city in the nursing home (sighs) because obviously they just keep making more movies and shows about it. Um, Yeah. You know, you never know. Kim Cattrall might come back. Mm. I hope she does. Yeah, me too. I I liked her. She was a sex pest. Oh, she was. She was. Like, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, like, you know, in the last, like, year or so, I just noticed more, like, podcasts and shows that are more kind of female empowerment and talk about, like, you know, female's perspective of sex and dating. Kim Cattrall, Samantha, she was doing that long before any of this. So Mm -hmm. she was our kind of little, little Joan of Arc Mm. in the early 2000s and late 90s for, for women doing the dirty on the, on the daily <laughs> in benifer news oh my god can i just say i've literally they're all over my instagram and i love it i know actually jennifer lopez just turned 52 years old she looks amazing and she went instagram official with ben affleck oh. and um yeah so they were on a massive boat together or yacht how do yacht how do you say it a yacht a yacht a yacht. <laughs> My apologies. Um, yeah, so they were on that thing and then... They <laughs> <laughs> on the big boat. They were on the big boat thing. And uh, yeah, a little photo shoot. They kind of almost recreated the Jenny from the Block music video. He was like smacking her ass, getting a bit of a feel. They're very lovey-dovey on her Aww. birthday and she looks absolutely amazing. 
There's rumors that they're house hunting already. Too soon? Mm, nah, not at that age. You just think, what are you waiting? And plus, we've got all the money in the world. Yeah, so. I think because they're celebrities, like, they have so much money, they can be like, do you want to just get a house where we can both put all of our stuff and meet up in? And Because they're always traveling for their work and jobs. So yeah, exactly. this kind of sets up a little home base for them. I went Instagram official. <gasps> I saw, I saw. <laughs> Very exciting. Were you excited to post it? Um... When did you decide? <laughs> when did you decide? Were you taking photo? Actually, no, no, I noticed. That's an older photo as well. It is an old... Yeah, we don't take that many pictures, which is... Yeah, we live for the moment, I guess. Yeah. I, I will take more pictures. Yeah, we will take more pictures together. But it was six months. Do you know what? Have you ever watched... Um, Blake Lively and... Ryan Reynolds? Yes. Oh, I love You it. know they troll each other yes. all the yes. time. So, um, yeah, I thought I'd make it a bit into a, a lulls situation. What do you mean? As in laugh out loud, sitch. The photo? My post. I didn't think it was. I thought it was so cute. Yeah, it was cute, but it was funny. Oh, you did have a bit of a joke. Yes, yes. Did you not laugh? Um, well, I can't remember what it was. So wait, let me read it. Okay, let me just. I'll pretend Sign. I'm doing. Spend the whole five minutes doing that. I bet you took longer. Okay, I did take a bit longer. <laughs> I actually called a friend. Oh yeah, half a year of you boring me to sleep. Oh, in the video, yeah, yeah. And then there's also you went to the next photo. It was a little video of Vicky sleeping. I did. While that he's was watching the football, mm. of course, boring football. And I've got some other news. Okay. From now on, you can call me Miss Comedies. <gasps> She's a divorcee. Yes. <laughs> I know. How good is that? That is exciting. I mean, how sad is it that, I know we're sidetracking away from the celeb news, but how sad is it that I'm so excited to be divorced? I am just. I'm, I mean, I'm just as excited as I, as I was excited to get married. It's pretty good. It's it's pretty cool that you're already in like a relationship, a pretty good stable relationship now, and you're like divorced because usually people will get divorced and they'd be like, "Okay, I'm ready to hit the town now." But <laughs> you're like, "Done that, ready." Yeah, no. It's all good. I'm really happy. I can just move on. Legally. Legally. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm really excited for the future to be fair. So yeah, it's good news. Yeah. That's I literally exciting. went to Italy married and I left Italy divorced. Mm. So yeah. What happens in Italy? <laughs> yeah. Comes back to the UK. <laughs> Where did um Julia Roberts she had that uh film Eat Pray Love? Didn't yeah. she go to Italy? She did, yeah. Mm. Mm. Like Italy was life changing. I know. I literally went there, married, and left a single woman. Yeah. Do you know what? I've watched that film a couple of times, and I watched it before I went to Italy. And also, we had a first trip to Italy last year, and me and uh, my friend, we both watched that film after we came back. And um, every time I go to Italy, I do actually feel a little bit like Julia Roberts, because you go there, and you've got shit at home that you deal with, and then you go to Italy, and you kind of like forget everything, and you eat all that amazing food, and the Italians are so nice, and yeah, it's a great film, definitely recommend to watch that. I've never seen it. What? It's on on my list, though. Oh, you got to watch it. Okay. Before I, until, it, before I go to Italy. No, you've got until next week. What? Come on, Rosie, there's like... I'll give you two weeks to watch it. 
Okay. Well, I'll watch it with you. Okay. No spoilers. <laughs> no, no, no. Right, moving on. So, free Britney. What is going on? Tell okay, me. Okay, so, so many things happening. Britney Spears has spoken in court a few more times. She hasn't been there physically. She's been doing it remotely. I think either Zoom or Skyping in to speak. But yeah, her father, Jamie, is really fighting back with some allegations against her. He's come out saying that she's really mentally unstable. She's not taking her meds. And he's really pushing the narrative that she is extremely, you know, mentally ill and that she still needs to be in this conservatorship. And her main wish, not only is for the conservatorship to end, but she mainly just wants him, her father, to be removed and to not be in charge of her life anymore. And he's also 69 years old. He's so old. Brittany was able to hire an amazing lawyer. He is going like hard in. He's basically saying, like just coming in full force, attacking Jamie, her father, saying like he was never a financial or business manager. And he even took kind of a little dig at him saying like when he was in charge of the family's financial, you know, household budgets mm-hmm. years ago before Britney was famous, he failed and, you know, they were bankrupt for a while. But yeah, he's really, you'll see kind of um a lot of news things coming out maybe about Britney. And a lot of people are saying that, you know, any of the bad ones are actually just Britney's kind of old management team and her father putting out fake stories to make Britney seem more sick than she is, or mm-hmm. maybe just completely making up this whole mentally ill story or narrative that we've kind of come to know Britney as today anyway. But uh, yeah, Britney Spears, um, she's been posting again a lot on Instagram. She's very, very excited. Mm-hmm. And she kind of came out and basically said that she feels like finally things are just things are finally getting a move on and that she's actually really looking forward to the future and she's really positive. So are they actually going to remove him? We don't know. Um, I think there is a trial coming up possibly at the end of August, but I don't know what that's for. That's to do with something, it might be to do with Britney's lawyer, Mm -hmm. but I don't think the actual court date for, sorry, I don't think there's a trial, but I don't think the court date to remove Jamie, her father, from the conservatorship, I don't think it's coming up until December which a lot of people don't like because they're saying like, so Britney Spears, obviously all this whole conservatorship is meant to be, you know, everyone wanting what's best for her and for her to be in the best health and to be taken care of and for her personal and financial life just to be stable and handled correctly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like why wait till December? Yeah. Why wait till December? And basically the only thing she has said that she's terrified of her father, that he has abused her in this conservatorship and that she's a, she says that she's terrified and afraid of him and that she does not want him to be in charge of the conservatorship. They don't but live together, do they? They do not live together. But that ma- people's main concern was, well, if Brittany keeps saying that she's terrified of him, why is that court date pushed so far back? Shouldn't mm. they move that up if she's actually saying that, you know, she feels like he abuses her? Whose decision was that for the December court date? I think it's just the court. Oh, God. I know, lawyers, courts, very tricky. But Britney Spears does seem to be in a very good mood lately. I just don't understand why her dad can't just, like, let her go. I know. He did actually come out with a statement um, alongside the allegations where he kept saying that his daughter was mentally ill and also something about... So the other person involved in the conservatorship at the moment, I think, is Britney's lawyer, Jody Montgomery... Oh, sorry, no, no, uh, Jodie Montgomery is the other co-conservator. 
mm-hmm. alongside her father. And apparently Jody came back to her father saying that she was extremely worried about Britney's behavior and that she's not taking her medication. So, but that story sounds very familiar to when Britney first spoke out in court, where she said all of a sudden one day her therapist was saying to her, oh, I'm getting lots of calls from like your family and your team saying you're not cooperating, you're not taking medication. So I just think it's Jamie trying to fight back. I mean, it's a whole conspiracy, the conservatorship really. And then, you know, when Britney finally spoke out, people were like, oh, maybe there's some truth to this. But people think, you know, years ago when Britney Spears was being bashed by the media and TMZ and all those tabloids, they think that a lot of those stories were kind of planted or she was kind of set up to look much worse than she was. Mm -hmm. And then that played a huge favor you know, that basically put kind of the cards in Jamie's hands where he was able to really negotiate setting up the conservatorship and to kind of move like court dates up quickly and just get everything passed and get him put in charge of everything. Because obviously maybe Britney Spears wasn't, I mean, of course she was probably going through a bad time in her life, Mm. but maybe she wasn't, you know, as crazy or mentally unstable as the tabloids kind of made everyone believe her to be. We'll have to wait and see then, I guess. I hope she's all right. Um, Britney Spears' father did say that his, quote, sole motivation has been his unconditional love for his daughter and a fierce desire to protect her from those trying to take advantage of her. Like himself? Like himself, exactly. Exactly. Can I say one thing that makes me giggle? Mm Mm-hmm. There's these memes on Instagram and they keep saying, everybody have a lovely Monday, except Jamie, Jamie, Jamie Spears. Jamie I know, Spears. I love those so much. You can fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning to everyone except Jamie Spears. <laughs> yeah. You can go to hell. You can go to hell. Oh, God. God, you know, I know. Should we bring it back to the UK, though? Of course, in our royal news, Prince Harry is actually bringing out a book, a memoir. What is it, what is it going to say in it? Well, I think he's going to talk about his life and growing up, maybe most likely his mother, Diana. I mean, I can imagine when he was, you know, pitching this idea to, well, I'm sure he got loads of offers by, you know, big publication companies, but I don't think they'd go ahead with a book unless he was going to put some juicy things in there. So I'm guessing we're going to hear stories about him growing up with his mum, Princess Diana, and then obviously any trouble that him and Meghan may have had Mm. with the family. I think they're going to add that in as well. Do you reckon it was Meghan's idea? I mean, I don't know. It's it's weird. Like, obviously, you know, they have to make money, but they did say, you know, they wanted a life away from the palace, but yet they're doing quite, you know, attention, celebrity sort of related things, bringing out a book, doing interviews with Oprah. I mean, writing a book, is it like an attention-seeking situation or is it more like I've lived a life that's very different to others? Let me tell my story. Yeah, I mean, you can market it that way. I think he'll probably say, you know, I just want to get out my story, my truth. That's what people say now. They say, this is my truth. This is my truth, yeah. Would you buy the book? Um, No. Would you? Mm, Probably. I mean, I'd be interested in hearing a few of the stories. Yeah, me too. Me too. A lot of people, Harry was getting a lot of backlash. Well, actually, I think the royal family is very unhappy with this. Obviously, they are. They do not like when members of the family speak out. They are very controlling 
of the press and any kind of statements they release. The royal family's been like that for years. But Prince Charles, Mm -hmm. I've heard from the Perez Hilton podcast with Chris Booker, they were saying that Prince Charles released a memoir years ago. I think it was, let me see. So I was looking online. I tried to find, I mean, there's loads of books on Prince Charles. This one, I think this is the most popular one. So I think this is the one they were talking about. It's called Prince Charles, The Passions and Paradoxes of an Improbable Life by Sally Bedell Smith. So it's not him. I mean, it's not written by him. I mean, Harry's book isn't going to be written by him. He'll have a ghostwriter. Hmm. Well, not so much a ghostwriter, but yeah, they do um, most celebrity books that celebrities bring out. They don't normally write themselves. They usually get people who come in and, you know, they'll sit down for hours at a time and they talk through and they say stories. So they will, you know, that writer. Put it all together. Yeah, the writer will put it all together. They'll try write everything in, you know, that person's, whoever it's about. They'll try write it in kind of their words. And then obviously, if it's your book, they literally make you sign every single page to confirm everything. So, yeah. Would you ever write a book about your life? Sure. Me too. Mm. Oh, oh my God. Do you know what? I don't know if I could. Why not? Well, have you had someone helping you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not about that. It's just... Is it you don't... It, you still need some things to be private? So much stuff has gone down. I'm just not sure if I'll be able to ever have it out there publicly. But usually you can... Um, you can have You have like different names, though. You change people's names for like legal reasons. Mm. Okay, I have a question. If you released a book, do you think someone would try and sue you? <laughs> someone mm. mentioned in the book? It could be no, I don't. Th- no, I don't think that they would try and sue me necessarily. But I just feel like some things are just not to be spoken about. Mm. I'm trying to think what I... I don't think so. I've got stories coming out my You've ears. Got <laughs> the only person that knows my my um my, one of my close friends. You don't want to share it to the podcast. What? all your stories. Um, one day, one day, maybe when we, when we start getting some um some big sponsorships, maybe the stories will get a little bigger. Yeah, maybe. Tune in. <laughs> Keep tuning in. You know when you was doing the intro? Yes. This caught my ear. Can mm-hmm. I say that? This caught my ear. Because I was listening, uh, I wasn't Oh, okay, something I said. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Scarlett Johansson suing Disney. Yeah. Why? So Scarlett Johansson is known for being in all those Avengers and Marvel movies. Yeah. She played Black Widow, the superhero. She's probably made 20 million, at least, if not more, from all those movies. And she recently had her own movie. So, be, okay, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the movies, all those Marvel movies with Scarlett Johansson's character, Black Widow. She dies in the end of um, one of the Avengers films. Why did you say film. that? I said spoiler. No. Naughty, naughty people. People might be mad, but I said spoilers. <laughs> that, okay, the movie she's that she dies in has been out for like two years, oh, two okay. three years. It's fine, been out for fine. a few years. Okay. So if you don't know, whatever. So she finally got her own solo superhero film, which I don't know why they did. I think people were kind of asking for it for a while, but I don't think her character was that strong enough to have her own mm-hmm. movie. I haven't seen the new one. I'll go see it eventually. 
Anyway, so the film Black Widow was meant to be, it was meant to have an exclusive theatrical release. So it was meant to only be released in theaters. Now, actors, a lot of the time in their contracts, they'll get deals where they get more money. They'll get like bonuses based on ticket sales. Mm -hmm. So obviously, you know, big movie, you know, we hear huge box uh, box office weekend for this movie or whatever, where they make loads of money, like millions and millions and millions, which of course, all those superhero films, they make a lot of money. So she was probably expecting a lot of money for her coming from her own solo superhero film. But because of the pandemic, they ended up doing a, they pushed the movie back a few times and then they released it. They did release it in cinemas, but then they also released it on Disney Plus, the streaming service. Mm-hmm. So now Scarlett Johansson wants to sue Disney because apparently, obviously she doesn't get all that money that she was told in her contract she would get. Apparently Disney say that she did get money from some of the streaming, but she probably, I'm assuming, lost out on a lot. And then Disney hit back and basically in their statement, really what they said is she's made millions off this franchise. Mm -hmm. And now because of a global pandemic, we wanted the movie out and we tried to get it out in as much theater as possible. We put it out on our streaming service so loads of the fans all over the world could watch it. And Scarlett Johansson is still going to try and attack us and ask for more money. So they did take a dig at her. But at the same time, people are saying, well, if it's in her contract, then you should pay her. I mean, she's the main bloody character. She's done the work, so no. I mean, at the end of the day, if the business, if they say, like, you're going to get a certain amount of money. You should get it. But, I mean, then again, like, is if it's based on box office, like, how many ticket sales there are, mm. like, it isn't really the company's fault if, you know, the pandemic and COVID weren't able to have the movie released on time and have as much people go see it as they planned. She's got all that money and she's still sweating. she's definitely looking a bit greedier just a little well disney is definitely spinning it that way anyway but emma stone she was in the new cruella film Mm -hmm. on disney apparently it's meant to be really good i haven't seen it yet but i do want to see it i just don't want to pay for it because it's um you have to pay for it on disney plus at the moment Um, apparently there was um, a few stories going out saying that she was thinking of suing Disney as well because she was meant to have a, I think, an exclusive movie theater release as well. But obviously because of the pandemic, it ended up being both theaters and on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see. But some people are saying, why don't all these women just, you know, come together and decide to sue Disney and then get loads of money? I mean, why can't just Disney pay them? Surely they've got enough money in their bank, no? Well, it depends. Like, what are we? How do you know how much to pay them? If it's like, well, we don't know how much the box office would make. True. Because they could come to an agreement, for God's sake. I guess so. Well, apparently, I think Disney says like you got compensation paid for based on you know the streams or purchases from the streaming service. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But we'll keep you posted if it goes mm. to a big trial. Mm, Do you know what I actually would like to know? Did you ever see the um, war between Marks and Spencers and Aldi? No. <laughs> Ooh, this little British chain food yeah, chain war. Sorry, sorry. now that we're talking about suing and this and the other. Um, so Aldi, it was Aldi or Lidl, I can't remember, I need to have a look. But one of them created the... Um, Oh, was it the caterpillar? Yes. Okay, so what's the caterpillar? 
for those. It's a cake. No, for those outside of the UK who don't know. It's a cake. You're saying it as if they should know. So there's this basically in a big supermarket chain store. There's this kind of kid's cake and it's shaped like a caterpillar and it's very popular. That's it. Yeah. Wait. But then you're saying another big store released another, like a rival caterpillar cake. And then... Oh my God, it's Colin. Colin the caterpillar. That's it. Oh, of course it has a name. What was the other store's one called? Copycat the caterpillar? Cuthbert. What? Let me see. Cuthbert? Yeah. That's a terrible name. Oh no. That is not good marketing. So Colin the caterpillar is the British icon. That's of what they call it. Of course. So whether it's a birthday, a colleague leaving, or a wedding, Marks and Spencer's iconic cake of the same is a common sight during these occasions. I've never seen one. Have you never had it? No. Should we get one and yeah, try it on the podcast? Okay, okay. Next week we'll get a little caterpillar cake. I feel like we should get both and then test. Ooh, yeah. Do a taste test. Taste test, yeah. So Marks and Spencers would need to prove that the appearance of the calling the caterpillar cake was so well known that it had its own goodwill, meaning that consumers would recognise it as being a Marks and Spencers product without any other visual cues. Which I get that. Like when you see a when you see a caterpillar cake, you should be like, oh, that's from Marks and Spencers. I guess so. And then Audi came up and they done basically, yeah, Cuthbert, is it Cuthbert? The Cuthbert cake. Maybe it's like Kubert. That sounds oh, cuter. Yeah, I think it is. What is it? Cubert? Cubert. Yeah, I think that's, that's what it I probably is. I mean, it doesn't is. look like it's spelled that way. But they start doing all tweets and stuff saying, hashtag free Cubert. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd love to know what's happened with this. That's interesting. I mean, if it's if the caterpillar is trademarked, then yeah, they can sue. But I don't know. I guess it's like um, the likeness. But then they, but then Audi, yeah, they start doing stuff like this. Like all the profits from Cuba would go towards charity partners. Oh, trying to make the other one look <laughs> bad. Yeah, that's what you do. That's like when Amber Heard said that she didn't want. Um, okay, wait, now you go first. <laughs> Audi has also stood by its humorous approach to the lawsuit by calling on Marks and Spencers to take a stand against caterpillar cruelty. <laughs> They're so good. He also tweeted the following. So Audi tweeted this to Marks and Spencers. Hey, Marks and Spencer, can Colin and Cuba be besties? We're bringing back a limited edition Cuba and want to donate profits to cancer charities, including your partners, Macmillan Cancer and ours, Teenage Cancer. Let's raise money for charity, not lawyers. They're so good. They're so good. Caterpillar for cancer. Caterpillar for cancer. Caterpillars for cancer. That was a hashtag. I love it. Oh, I'm rooting for them now. They've won me over. Honestly, like... Do you think people working in Marks and Spencers, people come into them and they're like, Caterpillar haters! <laughs> like, you monster! Let Cubert live! I'm just surprised you've never saw it, to be honest. I've seen, like, pictures of it, because I remember that lawsuit thing popping up, but I've just never had the cake. It's just I, so mm, funny. No, there's Marks and Spencers in Ireland, actually, there is. But anyway, that money thing, it reminds me of, so basically, Amber Heard, when she divorced Johnny Depp, and they were going, like, you know, fighting over money and everything, she basically said that she was going to 
donate all the money to this children's hospital Mm -hmm. so then johnny depp basically straight away was like okay yeah let's do that and i think he delivered like the first check himself or something or allegedly something along those lines or they basically set up or wrote to the hospital saying like this big lump sum of like millions is going to be donated to you like on a monthly basis or whatever but then amber heard allegedly and i think johnny depp's team have proof of this she stopped after the first payment she like cancelled the payments Mm. and there's proof of letters from like the hospital saying like oh hey like do you still want to continue like you said you were going to donate like donate in installments and you stop your installments after the first one do you want to continue but then she just hasn't replied to the letters so very sneaky Mm. she basically tried to look good by saying she was giving it to charity and she didn't but i believe um aldi's caterpillar thank you we'll definitely taste them okay i'm excited Final story. Final story. Matt Damon says the F word. And what's that word? Okay, so the story is, okay, so Matt Damon is currently promoting a new film he's doing called Stillwater. You're welcome, Matt Damon. Um, Just free promotion here. Um, So yes, so Matt Damon is currently doing lots of publicity at the moment. And then he kind of randomly did an interview where he comes out and says that up until very, very recently, he used to use the F word a lot, which I'm saying the F word as in the derogatory term for gay men. Mm-hmm. So apparently he was saying that he still used that up until recently, but his daughter actually changed his mind. I think she wrote him some kind of letter or store, sorry, letter or essay and completely changed his mind. And he said, I'm never going to use that again. Because yeah, he used to say it, you know, out in the open in front of his family. They'd ask him to stop. He'd be like, oh, like, what are you, the the F ambassador or whatever. So, Mm -hmm. you know, really kind of like taking the piss or whatever with the word, making fun of them for telling them off for it. But anyway, um, so yeah, he came out and everyone was like, why are you telling us this? Wouldn't it be like, why did you feel the need to have to say it's kind of very unnecessary? What do you think about it so far, the story? I feel like... (sighs) Do you think it was unnecessary for him to come out and say it? Like, is there need to be like, by the way, I used to say this bad thing, but now I don't anymore. No, I feel like it's a shit. It's, it's definitely, just rubbish. Yeah, definitely very unnecessary. But I heard behind the scenes that apparently the story that was going to be leaked, where maybe there was like an audio recording or basically just, you know, people coming forward and saying mm-hmm. that he uses this word all the time throughout his like daily conversations. So I think Matt Damon was trying to get ahead of the story before it got him bad press. Mm-hmm. So that's why it seems so odd and random that he would just all of a sudden come out and say this. Okay, yeah, you could probably vouch for that, but do people care? To be honest, I was watching Matt Damon was on a popular YouTube kind of interview show called hot ones it's Mm -hmm. where celebrities come on and they there's 10 questions and 10 spicy wings and with each question the wings get hotter and hotter Mm -hmm. uh it's a really good show if you haven't seen it but matt damon was on it recently and i was just watching it with my boyfriend darren and we were kind of thinking like there's something about matt damon he's he's an amazing storyteller he comes across as this really likable nice guy but there's just something about him that makes me feel like he's maybe like untrustworthy or don't fully trust him mm-hmm. but yeah no what are your thoughts on i don't know matt i just damon. feel uh matt damon no, <laughs> 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 uh 
that's from i just heard where that was from the other day it's um the south park creators did a movie oh, is it? yeah they did a movie love with celebrity i know but they did um with puppets oh shit it was like thunder something mm-hmm. was it thunderbirds i don't know so they did this movie filled with all these celebrities but it's done using like um puppets yeah, like on yeah. strings and there's a character obviously matt damon is in it as a puppet and he says I, I don't know why but they make him seem very like slow and stupid and like caveman like and he just says his name like matt damon anyway fair enough what do you think of matt damon vicky <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't think she gives a damn about my opinions. I do. I'm sorry. I'm very excited. We haven't (laughs) talked in ages. So I feel like whenever I haven't seen someone ages or I've lots of stuff to tell them, I just talk very, very fast for a very long time. Um, What do I think? I think it's just shit. No one cares. It's a freaking pandemic going on. People are losing businesses and this and the other. Do we honestly care what Matt Damon, because he said a word? Honestly, Mm. honestly. It's not the worst thing, is it? It's not. It's not. It's been done. Imagine he came out and said he, like, killed someone and never told anyone. That would be big. Well, yeah, because obviously you'd go to prison. It'd be a crime. (laughs) That's a crime. (laughs) Well, you'd have to say prove it. Like, if he didn't say who it was or when. Oh, mysterious. Can I tell you, actually, because you said, like, crime and that. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I've been watching with Mr. Big? What? The Purge. (gasps) Oh. so the movies or the show we watched the movie we watched one of the movies i watched and now we've been watching the season you know the series it is so good i watched the very first movie and i do i do have an interest in maybe more movies well i think after a while certain sequels similar to like the saw franchise it just kind of gets like very repetitive and it's just kind of like gore and blood for the sake of gore and blood and i just feel like the purge movies just in my head they've gotten like that as well but i don't know well think about it yeah mm-hmm. for the whole year there's no crime but for 12 hours on this specific day is it just 12 it's 12 hours oh. everyone and anyone can do whatever and you just don't get done for it i know it's scary like we've had the conversation when we were watching it and um, I think I'll just get out of the country. I'm yeah. not staying in this country to get killed or mugged or raped or whatever. No, I don't think anyone would want to stay. No, I know. But, but I think, I think some that's what... people would want to purge. This yeah, is the yeah. Thing. <laughs> some people would be like, yeah, this is my moment to take out all my anger. Take out your anger, even just like rob some nice stuff for your house. Imagine like you spent all night like stealing loads of nice furniture and you come home and someone robbed you so your house is out. <laughs> Damn it. But yeah, I don't know. Oh my god, yeah, I love it at the moment. So we're halfway through season one. I think there's a season two and that's it. Mm, I am interested in watching. Do so, watch it. Okay, okay, it's on my list. I have a list of a few things I want to watch, but no, your list is getting bigger and I bigger. Know. I have a lot of stuff to do before the next episode. Yeah. Um, I think right now me and Darren are watching Maniac on Netflix. It's old. It's that show. Um, it's just a limited series, one season with Jonah Hill and Emma Stone in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't get into too much details, but it's kind of like a bit of um, sort of like a mystery. No, it's just, it's kind of like a psychological thriller mm-hmm. show. It's very, very good. I would recommend it. Mm. Hey guys, you've been listening to Blonde Summer. Thank you very much. Uh, please don't forget us to follow us. 
Plus on our socials at Blonde Summit Podcast. I've been here with Rosie. It's been good to be back. And we will see you next Tuesday.